teaching ministry of Pastor Taiwo Udukoya, the senior pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shape your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Amen. I want to take my text from the book of Acts of the Apostles, chapter 9. The Spirit led me there sometime last week and um, I've been greatly blessed. I'll read verse 22 to start with and it reads, But Saul increased all the more in strength and confounded the Jews who dwelt in Damascus, proving that this Jesus is the Christ. This Jesus is the anointed one that visits occasion, that visits situation, that visits life with his anointing. Proving that this Jesus is the Christ. Saul increased. Saul increased. Saul increased. Saul increased. Saul increased all the more. The more he was opposed, the more the forces that be tried to stop him the more he increased. And the Bible said he was increasing in strength. So much so that he confounded. He rendered the Jews confused. The very camps that were dedicated to stopping him became confused. He kept increasing in strength. Saul increased all the more in strength. I'm prophesying to someone here this morning. Increase in the name of Jesus. Okay. Hallelujah. Ah. Glory be to God in the highest. I say I prophesy to a life here this morning. I say increase the more in strength in the name of Jesus. Let me just quickly fill you into the context so it will be easy for me to continue. Can you imagine I just felt so satisfied with his presence. I felt so peaceful with his presence. I can hear him say, do you forget so quickly? See, the battle is never yours. It is mine. Hold your peace. 
Let me do the fighting. Saul increased the more in strength. The context is pretty straightforward. Just to remind us, without going back to 9 in verse 1, um, let me take it from verse 10. I'll read quickly. Now there was a certain disciples at Damascus named Ananias. And for information, ladies and gentlemen, this was the only time that we heard of this man. Never any other time. A great man of God. A man that wrote exploits in the kingdom. But see, see, see. God kept it secret. It's between him and God. His word is made in heaven. But God brought him out on just this one occasion. It doesn't matter who doesn't know you. My prayer is that you be known where it matters the most in the name of Jesus. We have to be careful in the age that we are in. That's the only... So if I'm asking you in an exam to give me the, the life assignment of Ananias, this man, what will he say? The man that prayed for Saul to receive his sight and be baptized with the Holy Ghost. Finish. If I say, give me the assignment of Saul, you will give me the whole world. What if Ananias did not fulfill his own assignment? Somebody say, praise the Lord. My prayer is contentment for you and I. In the name of Jesus. Be satisfied with him. The Lord said in vision, Ananias, and he said, here I am, Lord. Verse 11. So the Lord said to him, arise and go to the street called Straight and inquire at the house of Judas for one called Saul of Tarsus, for behold, he is praying. How did you tell me how God answers your prayers? Sometimes say, it is Mrs. So 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 so, it is Mr. So so so, it is Pastor so 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 so. Leave God to choose who. It is Commissioner so so, leave God to choose who. Behold, he is praying. So God was answering his prayer, he went to hey. And then he asked, you are going to go to Soso, please. You are going to go to West Africa, Lagos, Nigeria, to number so, 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 to Taiwan, Koya. Yeah. Amen. And you will visit me. That's how he visits us. We are in a great time, ladies and gentlemen. Don't limit God by your own limited experience. I beg you in the name of Jesus. And the vision has seen a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hand on him so that he might receive a sight. Then Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard from many about this man, how much harm he has done to your saints in Jerusalem. And here he has authority from the chief priests to bind all who call on your name. But the Lord said to him, Go. For he is a chosen vessel of mine to bear my name before the Gentiles, kings, and the children of Israel. For I will show him how many things he must suffer for my name's sake. And Ananias went his way and entered the house and laying his hand on him, he said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus who appeared to you on the road as you came has sent me that you may receive your sight. 
Um, be filled with the Spirit. Receive your sight. Um, be filled with the Spirit. Okay? Immediately there fell off from his eyes something like scales, and he received the sight at once, and he arose and was baptized. So when he had received food, he was strengthened, and then Saul spent some days with disciples at Damascus, verse 20. Immediately he preached the Christ in the synagogues that he is the Son of God. Then all were amazed and said, Is this not he who destroyed those who called on this name in Jerusalem and has come here for that same purpose so that he might bring them bound to the chief priest? But Saul increased all the more in strength and confused, confounded the Jews who dwelt in Damascus. Proving that Jesus is the Christ. So that's the context. It was a sudden switch. The man that you and I were not even giving a chance. But that's God. The man that had an encounter. Just like you and I have had an encounter. So can't you see that for what we are saying today, you are most qualified. I'm talking to somebody here today. You are most qualified and honest. I know that before the end of this year, we have said, ah, and put on him, Taiwo, increase the more in strength and confounded. Every camp of the wicked that has been working covenantly to stop him, I mean, confuse them. In the name of Jesus. So let's talk strength for the next few minutes. Uh, Increase the more in what? In strength. And that was how he could confound the Jews. The Bible says, as a matter of fact, you read for that, they got so irritated they will kill him. But no, they will never succeed. Because when the light begins to shine in the darkness, the darker the darkness, the brighter you shine. As a matter of fact, if you are the light that God has made you, let the dark stack up. You will only be shining brighter. I see you shining brighter as the, as the air goes to close, close. In the name of Jesus, shining brighter. But you see, this is the way it is with God, as a matter of fact. Because I'm reminded when I was thinking of this one that um, uh, was it not the same thing that happened to Isaac in Gera? When he was running from the famine, everybody was running from the famine. It was a general situation that was different for Isaac. I said, somebody is about to begin to sing a new song in the name of Jesus. It was general. But the Bible says Isaac began to be great and continued to be great until he became very great when everybody was becoming less and less can't you see be careful that you don't just swim along with the world you are different somebody tell yourself say thank you Jesus that you made me different. I am 
different. I'm a covenant child of God. We give him praise. Amen. So it's pretty similar. And it agrees with the scripture that says the path of the righteous is as a shining light. Why will it say shining light? Because there is darkness. Which what shines what? Brighter. If it's light, the worse the darkness, the brighter. Somebody is about to begin to sing a new song in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So Saul increased all the more in strength. I can give my examples in the Bible, but don't let's waste time with that. But you see, this strength thing that Paul began to, what I said about Paul, is amazing. And it's important to note that early in his conversion, the same week, it was for reason of this strength that he was proving Jesus to be the Christ. For reason of this strength. Hallelujah. And so I begin to look at the life of Paul in a very interesting manner. His encounter began the story. And similarly with us, as it were. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 4 says when he said, look, with God who is rich in mercy, at the time that we really were, you know, were lost, we were his enemies. But I like to pick the equivalent in Romans chapter 5 verse 6. He said, when we were yet without strength. So our unbelieving years, vis-a-vis the strength, was our years of zero strength. That doesn't all say that we don't have some measure of strength to do certain things. No, we do. But vis-a-vis God's assignment for our lives, zero. Glory be to God in the highest. And that brings me to one, was Richard D. D. Peterson, who said it, I was looking at something that he wrote. He said, look, why do you see this strength, whether in the OT or in the New Testament or Old Testament? He said, you see it used interchangeably with power. Is somebody here with me? In fact, the way he puts it is this way. He said, uh, they are used, you see, in an over, they are overlapping synonyms which carry the sense of an inherent capacity to be able to act effectively, whether physically, intellectually, or morally. So, he is a capacity. So, in other words, Saul was bequeathed the capacity to prove Christ, the same person that was killing them some few days ago. And they couldn't believe it. And the more they stopped, then the more he increased in capacity. When you have capacity for something, the world will bow. What happened here was that he got so much capacity that he now was respected and envied by those who thought they had it. The same thing with Isaac. First, the Bible said that the Philistines envied him. Then, the king got scared of him. Why? Because of increasing capacity and the grace of God on his life. I've come to tell someone here that all the stacking up of the enemies against your life and ministry is to increase you. In the name of Jesus. I say it's to increase you. In the name of Jesus. So it was that encounter that introduced him to this. 
So the day you got born again, you begin from a position of strength. I won't bother to whether you tell me scriptures. But if you look at the way God will address, for example, Isaiah, the book of Isaiah, chapter 41, verse 10. Prophet Isaiah was telling them what God was saying, he was prophesying over them. He says, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. So, strength is a symbol of God's presence. And I say to myself, Anywhere God says, I am with you, his strength is there. When God says, I am with you, his power is there. And that's why these things are used synonymously. When he says, I am with you, his deliverance is there. When he says, I am with you, his favor is there. When he says, I am with you, his wisdom is there. When he says, I am with you, his increase is there. I don't know the person that has been taking inventory of the year. And you know, it's been very interesting. I said, you are ending up singing. In the name of Jesus. Your situation will confound your generation. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And that's why I watched the life of Paul as we go on. Look at it in the Old Testament. But before then, let me still say more of the Old Testament because I won't go back there. David, Psalm 27. Remember? All his life, he was mindful of the strength of God, mindful of his presence, mindful of his spirit, mindful of his power. David will never at any time venture out without God. Even when he thought he could do it. Every time I read the Bible, I learn a lesson. Even if I've learned it before, I'm reminded. 27, David said, the Lord is my light and my salvation. So, who shall I fear? So if you are still afraid of man, be delivered in Jesus' name. Oh no, your image is weak. Then he says, the Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? And you find that all through the Psalms. You find the same thing about Moses. I just won't go into too much details. But we hear Moses tell them that how do you think God brought you out? By the arm of his strength. He will remind the children of Israel over and over again. And when they walked on dry ground past the Red Sea or through the Red Sea, dry ground, did you hear me? I said dry ground. And I use that to prophesy to somebody right now. Where you are, you are in a straight edge where it looks so impossible. You are passing through. In the name of Jesus, we are passing through a celebration. In the name of Amalako, I know what I'm talking about. I feel the fire. And I give God the glory for it. In the name of Jesus. By the time they crossed over, they called the song of Moses. Some say it was Miriam that began to sing. It says, I will sing unto the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously, the horse rider strolling to the sea. I will sing unto the Lord for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and rider. Says the Lord my God, my strength. He's now become my victory. The Lord my God, my strength, my shield. 
is now become my victory the lord is god and i will praise him my father's god and i will exalt him the lord is god and i will praise him my father's god and i will exalt what is it he said god is my strength when they saw the water fled and they saw dry ground and they walked through and they saw the angel of his presence he saw the the, the empowering presence of god towering around them and moved behind them they were going in summer and their enemies were in bleak winter the enemy will suffer winter the enemy of God's purpose in your lives will suffer winter. In the name of Jesus. They pride, they walked over. And that wasn't just the deliverance. By the time they were getting there, they said, what a wonder. What a wonder. What a wonderful God. When they turned back, they saw that the tractor struggling and crying. I said, wow. So these guys can cry. Then the water, pow, And they perish behind. Why won't they sing? So you want to define strength? It's an enablement. It's a defense. It's a protection. It's a promotion. The presence of God is a strength. And Saul increased all the more in strength. So you see this Saul in Ephesians chapter 1 in verse 19. From verse 15 actually. See therefore I also. After I heard. Please watch this. After I heard. Of your faith. In the Lord. And your love. For all the saints. Do not cease. To give thanks for you. Making mention of you in my prayers. Now who, see, see, see those who he was praying for. He wasn't praying for those who were not born again. He was praying for those who already are in the position of strength by virtue of their conversion. Just like when Paul was prayed for. From that moment, the Bible said he began to preach Jesus and he began to increase. You are qualified for an unusual increase in strength. I'm saying to someone in the name of Jesus, stop defining your life by your circumstance. Stop defining your life by your situation. He douses your understanding. He makes you make wrong decisions. God has not given up on you yet. You are most qualified for what God wants to use you for. Is it since I heard, I continue to pray for you. And what was he praying about? That God will grant you the spirit of wisdom and revelation. I thank God he prayed that prayer and that prayer is still working for me. And he prayed that you, you have revelation in three areas. The purpose of your calling, your assignment in life. To know the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. To know how much you worth before God. You worth more than you can ever dream of. Your life is a life union with him. You are a covenant child of God. But remember the first thing that you will know your place of assignment. 
and then know your worth. Know who is with you. And then the exceeding greatness of his power. And there we are talking strength now. If you look at it from the Amplified Bible, quickly Amplified Bible. 18. By having the eyes of your heart flooded with light so that you can know and understand the hope to which he has called you. Listen, gentlemen, it's not every run around that is active, that's divine activity. They distract. Once you know where you are, focus. So you can know and understand the hope to which he has called you and how rich his glorious inheritance in the saints he set apart once is and so that you can know and understand what is the immeasurable, this is where I'm going, what's the immeasurable, it cannot be measured. It cannot be measured, the kind of strength and power that's at your disposal. The immeasurable and unlimited and surpassing, surpassing, that is surpassing anything and any power you want to compare it with. So we have no excuse to begin to respect unnecessarily wishes and wizards. Except as we don't know who we are and what we have. Surpassing greatness of his power in and for us who believe as demonstrated in the working of his mighty strength. Can you see that? Can you see power and strength? Which he exerted in Christ Jesus when he raised him from the dead and seated him. I feel the fire here. And God knows I do. I sense a miracle is happening. In the name of Jesus. Somebody's testimony is certain, it's obvious, it's clear, it's guaranteed in the name of Jesus. I don't know how it's going to work, but I know it's working. I can feel it. I can feel it. I can feel it. Suddenly, somebody's going to realize that no matter how powerful the power that you can't can compare with the power that he has in you. Nothing can compare. And the excuse we always make is that everybody is thinking this way. You are not everybody. And let me remind you quickly, the effect of having prayer of one righteous man avails much. And let me remind you quickly too, in Damascus, there were other Christians we were talking of Saul here. That wasn't to say that the other Christians were not doing well. God will judge you by your own assignment. And that's not to say that there were no other people in the time of Joseph. In the time of Isaac. But it was Isaac that stood out. Isaac was the light. In the cross darkness, I can go on. Which he exerted in Christ. So if you don't understand, if I was still struggling with this power, okay, okay, fine, fine, fine. The dead body of Christ in the grave, this is the boundless energy that, that came from heaven. Boom! And the body got out. In fact, the Bible said that the stone that they used to cover the cave was flung. I let me declare to somebody that which has held you for too long is about to be flung away in the name of Jesus. And I'm not joking. I'm not joking. I'm asking somebody to please get delivered from yourself. You are still thinking what people are saying, what they are not saying, what they are thinking, what they are not thinking. Jesus is staring at you. You are talking people. He's asking you, would you like to be healed? You are saying, I have no point. What an insult. So why are you talking this way? It's time for you to take possession of what he has committed to you. Uh, 
and Saul increased all the more. I'm talking about you today in the name of Jesus. You say, ah, how do you know I'm about to give up? But you don't even dream it. Don't disturb the destiny of so many that are tied to yours. But I don't understand. Then go and ask questions. Because in the motive of counsel, there is safety. See him praying. See the prayer. Prayer for strength. Hallelujah. Paul understood strength. He knew the source of strength. He knew it was God through his Holy Spirit. Look at the second prayer in Ephesians chapter 3. Look at this one. Go home and do your studies. I beg you. You see, it's pretty easy for Christians to be frustrated. Because the devil will always try to get you frustrated. He will always try to get you, your eyes off him. And you are not frustrated until the person you think can never frustrate you begins to frustrate you. It's not them, it's the devil. You'll be making a mistake to focus more on them. He says, my response is to get down on my knees. Can you imagine the prayer he prayed in Ephesians chapter 3? I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the one in whom all the families in heaven and earth is what? Named. That will grant you to be strengthened according, said, by his riches and glory, to be strengthened with might in your inner man by his spirit. Can you imagine when he would pray that prayer? He said, I'm on my knees. I'm praying that you'll be strengthened with might. Because a Christian that does not know that you see you 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 prosper by might is in trouble. You prosper by the strength of the Holy Ghost, you are in trouble. But I see you totally delivered in the name of Jesus. No situation is extreme that God cannot turn around. I bow my knees that God will grant you but power. Strengthen you with might in the inner man. Can you see his prayer? And if you have forgotten, let me quickly remind you. I'm sure you have been taught. You agree with me that the book of Ephesians, if you want to know why Jesus came, like you should know it, Ephesians. Colossians, but more so Ephesians. You will see why he came and how he got it. Amazing how God could reveal that one to a man. No wonder he said he, he gave me a messenger of Satan, a thunder flesh to buffet me. There was a lot of revelation. The first three chapters of Ephesians tells you all he has wrought for you. How he's made you now the child of God, a son in the house, how everything he has done now that you are in him, you have everything he has. You are risen with him, you are seated with him from the heavenly places. You are a royalty. This Ephesians, look at the power, the riches of his glory is at your disposal. But by the time you get to chapter 4, it says now that you know this, now walk like that. 4, 5, 6, 6, now that you've seen everything you have, now please apply it. And that's why we say that, see, 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 see. the Christian life is not an indulged life. Never. People make mistakes. When we talk about grace, they talk of grace as though it's, an, it's a life of, of indulgence. It is not. It's a life of high discipline. High appreciation and high discipline. 
In chapter 4, look at chapter 4. Look at how chapter 4 starts. The whole of 1 to 3 is, you are blessed with all your blessings. You are still within high places. You are, this is a true you got to make known to the princess and past. That's all. 1 to 3. But look at 4. Verse 1. I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you to walk worthy of the calling with which you was called. Uh-huh. With all lowliness, gentleness, long-suffering, bearing with one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There is one. In, can you see? The four, five, six application of all that you now know. Your eyes are open. You are empowered with revelation. Now apply. I see you prospering in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Winds of doctrine there and there, I beg. I see matured Christians. I see matured Christians. I can continue with this, but let me leave it. Look at Ephesians chapter 6. Remember, starts out from telling you now that this is living the life. But look at it from verse 10. Finally, let me conclude. He was saying, My brethren, be strong. Be what? Strong. Which other way can I say be strong? My brethren, remain strengthened in the Lord. Can you see Paul? He never took his eyes off that with which he started him with. The Spirit of the Lord came upon him and began this case from the Spirit and he got strengthened and he moved and increased in strength. No wonder we said to them when on his missionary journey, Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? He said, We haven't heard. Then what kind of Christianity is yours? Because the Holy Spirit is strengthening you. He will strengthen you with might by his spirit. And you don't have the Holy Spirit. And you don't even know about it. So, verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand against the wise of the... You can go on and on. But see how he now began to bring out everything you have. But first, be strong. When God will send you an assignment, he will tell you, be strong. Remember Joshua? Be strong. I've done all these things, but it will take courage for you to stand and know that I am be- I'm behind it. Let me do it. Yours is to cooperate with me. I do it by my strength. What is it that you have dropped? Or what is it that you are about to drop? You have at your disposal endless energy boundless strength which nothing can compare with. All you need to do is to begin to apply it. Galatians chapter 2 says, the life I now live in the flesh, I live by the foot of God. Why? It's no longer I that live, but Christ that lives in me. That's what, see, 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 it takes strength for you to understand that. That the strengthening of your inner man makes it possible for Jesus to make that place his residence. And that's what we make them. We say, let no man's heart fail him. Can I say that to you concerning this country? Let no woman, let no man's heart fail them. I'm waiting for a testimony. In the name of Jesus. Wow.
I feel the fire. You know what God said to me? Because I wasn't going to say this. He said some testimonies will happen within seven days. In the name of Jesus. Some people in this church exercise faith. And I get, sometimes I get scared. I'm telling you the truth. I encourage them. But it gets to a stage, I say, wait a minute. But when I see them take that step, I leave them to go. Because I see God. And they have unusual testimonies. You are entering a zone that you have never entered before in your life. In the name of Jesus. I say we are entering that era. Yes. You like, you can call it the era of the Holy Spirit. Where nothing, and I mean nothing, can stop you. Where things will stack off for you and you're wondering how did it happen. We're taking decisions. We look like child's play. Shall we rise? And Saul increased the more in strength. I speak strength. In the name of Jesus. I say I speak strength. In the name of Jesus. I didn't buy it there, but it says when it becomes when it's becoming almost confusing, he said, My grace is sufficient for you, and my strength is made perfect in your weakness. Are you saying where do I turn to? He said that you qualify them all for my strength. Yeah. Back to the wall. Don't go the way of the world. Don't go the way of the flesh. Don't go the way of those who are hopeless. Christ in you is the hope of glory. Watch out for a miraculous turnaround. In the name of Jesus. I'm not joking. I'm not, oof, I feel the fire. Come back with your testimony in the name of Jesus. You are a city on a hill. It takes boldness. I'm not saying it's easy. But you have what it takes. Don't concentrate on the issues. Concentrate on him who has called you and who has decked you and anointed you. You are coming back to your testimonies. Father, we worship you. We adore you. In Jesus' name we pray. that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, please contact us at the Founding of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos. P.O. Box 698 Shemolu, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org Thank you and God bless you.